Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Monday, the 21st of November. Much of Australia's east coast is today bracing for more wild weather after a weekend of extreme conditions across many states. Hundreds of flood warnings are in place across New South Wales, with residents in the town of Deniloquin told to evacuate by Wednesday and Condoblin and Uabalong also needing major assistance. The community of Forbes is still cleaning up after its third major flood event in just a number of weeks. Meantime, one million sandbags have been used across parts of South Australia as communities prepare for their worst flooding on record. And in Victoria, dangerous winds of up to 110 k's an hour are set to hit today, with a cold front also bringing very chilly temperatures to Melbourne. Here is Jess Miss Kelly from The Weather Zone. That is driving some really strong winds across the region. There are damaging wind warnings uh, in place. It's also pushing some relatively cold air for this time of year uh, across the region. Snow is also forecast for parts of Tasmania today, while in Brisbane temperatures are heating up, with tops of 35 degrees predicted, prompting an extreme fire danger warning. Meantime, the wild weather did not stop music festival organisers in Victoria from going ahead with a day on the green at the weekend, soaking revellers and bogging cars. As our reporter James Lake in Melbourne says, it looks like concert organisers did not want to let anything get in the way of this year's show. That is how it would seem, Tash, with a day on the green called off in 2020 because of bushfire smoke and cancelled in 2021 because of COVID restrictions. So this year's event was their first crack in Melbourne since 2019. Mother Nature had other plans, though, lashing Geelong with heavy rain and wind gusts above 100 k's an hour at the weekend, left music fans soaked and covered in thick mud while vehicles were bogged in the slush. Frustrated revellers say organisers should have actually called off the festival altogether. At least in the end, the stormy skies didn't stop Aussie Act Crowded House from taking to the stage with a perfectly timed performance of Four Seasons in One Day. More stolen data from Medibank has been released by cyber criminals, including details of people with chronic conditions and cancer. 1,500 records were leaked yesterday, and it's the fifth time alleged hackers have dumped information onto the dark web since the details of nearly 10 million Medibank customers were compromised in the major data breach last month. Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers has again called out the criminals who are believed to be Russian. These people are complete grubs, pure and simple. Tech expert Trevor Longers told Channel 9 the hacker's next move could be to demand ransoms from individual customers, warning Australians to watch out. An email or a message that says, I've got your information, pay me $1,000 or I'll release it to your employer. Those kind of fear tactics are the next likely target. So far, the hackers have released around 2,700 records, but it's believed an estimated 375 of them don't match the actual Medibank data. Overseas now, and five people have been killed after a gunman opened fire in a nightclub in the US. A 22-year-old man is in custody as detectives investigate whether the shooting was a hate crime. Colorado Springs Police Chief Adrian Vasquez says another 18 people were injured. Club Q is a safe haven for our LGBTQ citizens. Every citizen has the right to feel safe and secure in our city, to go about our beautiful city without fear of being harmed or treated poorly. 
Staying overseas and world leaders have agreed to establish a loss and damage fund to help developing countries pay for the widespread impacts of climate change at the COP27 summit. The history-making agreement comes after tense negotiations in Egypt overnight where an overarching agreement was also approved. But some are calling out the plan for not going far enough to cut fossil fuels. Is European Commission's Executive Vice President, Franz Timmermans. What we have in front of us is not enough of a step forward for people and planet. The loss and damage fund would be paid for by contributions from developed countries and other private and public sources. Nevertheless, in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Peter Switzer from the switzerreport.com.au. Peter, good morning. Employers are plotting to stop the Albanese government and its new industrial relations bill passing before the end of the year. Yeah, and the Prime Minister has gone on the attack calling employers opposed to his IR bill, which will give across-the-board pay rises to all workers in an industry, as being ideologically opposed to workers being paid fairly. He said he'd keep MPs in Canberra and extend Parliament closer to Christmas to get his bill passed. Bosses, including the independent Senator David Pocock, say the bill is being rushed and needs some reforms. And the local stock market, Peter, is tipped to open higher with some good news finally on inflation and interest rates starting to build. Yeah, a 24-point rise at the start of trade is expected for local stocks today, and the positivity is being powered by US economic data pointing to falling inflation, which in turn suggests interest rate rises in the US might soon peak. And though our interest rate rises will primarily rest on our inflation data, when the Americans stop raising rates, it will take pressure off the Reserve Bank to keep on hiking its cash rate. In fact, financial markets expect US rates to start falling by year's end. And Peter, buy now, pay later companies. They've been incredibly popular, such as Afterpay and Zip, but they could soon be facing regulation because of inappropriate lending. Yes, it's been a train that's coming for some time and Treasury officials have looked at the buy now, pay later industry and believe loans to people who aren't well equipped with carrier debt mean these businesses should have to obtain a credit licence and meet responsible lending obligations before they can extend loans to users of these services. Now, these changes would be good for consumers but bad for these companies' future profits and their share prices. Always like a win for consumers, Peter. Thank you. (laughs) Cheers. Time for sport now with Brett Thomas and Brett. The Socceroos in France have both lost star players ahead of their World Cup showdown on Wednesday morning. Yeah, not ideal for both. Good morning, Tash. Let's start with our Socceroos in Doha and a massive setback with experienced midfielder Martin Boyle ruled out after failing to overcome a knee injury. It was an injury he picked up in the Scottish Premiership that he carried into camp. Unfortunately, he hasn't overcome it though, but I think they could see the writing on the wall. So they flew Marco Tilio, the Melbourne City live wire, over to Doha early last week. He has taken part in all training sessions, so he is a straight-up replacement. While striker Jamie McLaren enters the tournament on the back of strong A-leg form for Melbourne City, and hopes to light it up on the world stage. Whether I can make an impact or not is uh, is down to the coach, but you know I think I can contribute this, this World Cup. Scoring a goal is the best feeling in the world. Can't imagine what it's like at a World Cup. While France has lost an even bigger star, Ballon d'Or winner Karim Benzema is out of the entire tournament with a thigh injury suffered at training. Now, the World Cup is underway this morning. It's not a good start for the host nation. Qatar losing to Ecuador to kick off the tournament uh, 2-0. We saw bizarre scenes with... Uh, 
FIFA's president going on an hour-long rant, uh, taking aim at the West. Human rights groups are describing it as an insult to migrant workers this morning. And Morgan Freeman was involved in the opening ceremony. So it's all happening in Qatar uh, over the weekend and at the opening ceremony this morning, Tash. Certainly very controversial, Brett. Now to cricket, Steve Smith's been snubbed for a leadership role with the Aussie team once again. Yeah, Pat Cummins was rested from the ODI on the weekend. Uh, Josh Hazelwood was brought in as a captain. He was already in the side, but he took on the captaincy duties. The first time he has captain uh, Australia before, he said that Smith offered him pr- uh, plenty of support and, and has a leadership role to play over the summer. Just bounce things off each other and off Smithy in particular, and he's obviously had a lot of experience being captain in, in all formats. Yeah, I found that very helpful yesterday. So Australia won. That was the important thing. We have wrapped that series. They're in action again tomorrow uh, at the MCG in the third of the uh, the one-day series there. The WBBL finals are set as well. The Sydney Sixers securing top spot. They've earned a week off in the process. We've got two finals this week, both in Adelaide. The Eliminator first up, Brisbane Heat against Hobart. The winner then meets the Strikers the next night in Adelaide in the Challenger, Tash. And Brett Aussie, Daniel Ricciardo has ended his very unhappy time at McLaren as the F1 season came to a close this morning, but there could be another deal for him. Yeah, uh, potentially for Daniel Ricciardo. So let's hope that uh, it's not the last we've seen of him in Formula One. It is the last we've seen of Sebastian Vettel, a multiple-time world champion, had his final uh, race in Abu Dhabi overnight, just one behind uh, Daniel Ricciardo, who should have a smile on his face this morning because he rose through the field from 13th up to 9th. So a nice way to finish for him. Max Verstappen, though, was the runaway winner of the world championship winning that uh, back-to-back in dominant fashion. And just finishing up, cycling legend Anna Mears has been selected to lead Australia's Olympic team in Paris. The four-time Olympian says it'll be an enormous privilege to serve as the chef de mission for our Aussie team at the 2024 Games, Tash. How good is that? You have a great day. Thanks, Brett. You too. And TV presenter Lisa Wilkinson has announced she is leaving the project after five years at the desk. A host admitting last night in an emotional statement, the past six months have taken a toll on her and her loved ones. Don't get me wrong, I'm not above criticism, far from it. I'm human and I don't always get it right. None of us do. But by God, I've tried. I've given this job everything I have And I hope you at home know that. And finally, to Lee Sales, Tracy Grimshaw and Carrie Bickmore, if you guys are up for a drink, I'll see you at the bar because the margaritas are on me. Lisa says she is not leaving Channel 10, though, and is working on other opportunities at the network. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda in your podcast feed from 7am every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the Listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow. Listener.